When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, I've had a morning, Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brampernard. Okay, I know what I'll be doing the rest of the day. <laughs> Say listening. Listen, a lot of listening. Okay, because she why never. We don't like white men. Oh, Tevin, Tevin. I'm, I'm just, I agree with this. Yeah, you're like, this is a cause I can get behind. <laughs> oh, okay. Turning on Tom all of a sudden. Oh, my God. We'll be right back with the family. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. We're back in the saddle again. Clearly got broken while I was gone. What got broken? The bumper music. She played music. 1920, it's up. Well, somehow it's broken. Okay. All right, we'll have to figure it out. You know, we're going right. to have to go through this whole deal and make sure everything is just good around the river bend from Pocahontas because that's Ooh, in my head. I could also sing that. <laughs> Perfect. Tevin and I will do a duet. Okay. okay, Catherine, you want to start the show or do you want me to start the show? There we go. There oh, here we go. See, what did you do? I changed the song. Maybe the song was broken. Play oh, just the around the river bend. Yeah. 
Do you want me to start? With what? A story, or do you want to no. tell your story? Tell tell you about no, no, no. I can tell my story. So I, I we, we moved, right? What? A few months ago, and it's been challenging to get anything done in the house. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got ripped up ceilings from our Bravis company, and stuff is supposed to be been happening, two months and now. nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. <laughs> So I needed to order some furniture because a lot of our stuff did not work. So I got, I not my phone, right. not my phone. I didn't know it did that. <laughs> you didn't know it rang? <laughs> Technically, your phones usually ring. It's kind of phone, it was for a message. I didn't know it sent you. A, my other phone didn't send me tones. So anyway, so I ordered this cabinet. That off. It finally came I in. It, it came in. What After came in? The, the, a, a cabinet. You know, uh, we had all that uh, stuff for the audiovisual stuff, yes. and it was laying on the floor. Oh, you mean mm-hmm. that sideboard came in? Yeah, it was laying on the floor for months because I couldn't get anything to put. It in. And you couldn't get anybody to put it in, install it because you know. Well, so it comes in, and I, you know, all of that has like fifty thousand cables in yep. the back, and I'm like, I'm gonna do this. Oh. I'm gonna do it, mm. but. I was smart. I took off the entire back of the cabinet I rather than smart. trying to weave right, you know, through. through that little tiny hole that they give you. Which is what I usually do. Yep. Took off the back of the cabinet. Mess it up totally. See? And I also am never going to be able to put the cabinet back on. There's no way. <laughs> no. Because all of those cords stick out like yeah. another, oh, yeah. which I didn't allow for when I was measuring. Oops. But that's okay. It just it just has to come off the wall like three inches. Not a big deal. Two, three inches. It looks fine. It All looks right. fine. I was sweating, <laughs> swearing, <laughs> tears. Well, the so distribution was... amplifier got, has to weigh 80 pounds. It was so heavy. Everything was heavy and scratchy and trying to wreck everything. It was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. But I did it. Took me two and a half hours. Two and a half hours? <laughs> Man. To tear apart the thing, yeah. I, I had to take pictures of how everything was, you know, plugged into mm-hmm. this and that because there are—I mean, there are so many cables, and I had to reproduce exactly what it was, and it works. I like boop, it. Boop, 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 boop. me now. Bravo! But it was a hollow victory because it was so hard to do. Did Bravo's get a hold of you yet? No, I sent him uh, an email saying, <sighs> "Have we been shunned?" <laughs> Are we shunned yeah, now? Two months. Have we been, been canceled? <laughs> God, Did what's you take our money and then cancel us? And <laughs> yeah, we paid it up front, which was a huge mistake. Uh, uh, yeah. And not yep. all of there it. Not all yeah, of it. Yeah, 95%, 75%, 75% of it. 75%, which I was, I've always had a policy to never do that, so I feel like a complete doofus. And we did it, yeah. and now yeah, we're unhappy. Even, oh God. Unhappy. Yeah, it's always like a <clears throat> tough give or take because you're like, People will be like, oh, like pay half so that way I know that you're good for it. And then you pay half and then they don't do anything. And it, yeah. Yeah, months and months and, months and months and yeah. months. Wonderful. And months. Oh, that's like we got a new garage door and they did a horrible job installing it. But no. Dan great. paid up front and oh, then like, never do it. And then he came with the, he was like, oh yeah, just sign off and whatever. And then I have to go. And Dan was like working and doing other things. We just signed the thing and the guy left. And then he's called them like four times to be like, you need to redo the trim. They're and they never aren't responding. They have no responding. reason to, yeah, unless you try to, to sue so he's them. Going on, so he's going on Yelp and Google and all the Facebook yeah, and stuff them. and saying, Horrible service. Trying to shame them into service. See, yeah. this is the problem that was developed by our educational system and digital. There are no consequences for anything anymore, so people think they can do what the hell ever they want to do. I said we should sue them. 
You I threatened sue to sue them. them. You should sue them. Absolutely. Um, well, it's like, why not? They'll fix it then. Yeah. Be conciliation court anyway. It's no, not that even much. if you said, "I'm," if you don't call me back, I'm going to sue you, then they would call you back and fix it. You wouldn't need to actually do it. Do you think they actually? I don't think they would. You don't think so? No, because I feel like nowadays a lot of companies are like, Go ahead and go on Yelp. Like they're like nobody cares if you go on Yelp and leave a bad. <clears> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. true. They're like, but yeah. if you threaten to sue them, that yeah, that might be fun. different. I think if you if you said like I'm going to sue you if you don't fix this in the next Brad two Shot weeks, Brian. right? He's a personal injury. <laughs> Michael's attorney, listening. That's, I know that's that. what you do. You 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 set it up. Where yeah, you have, we'll have to edit this part out, but set it up where somebody gets hurt by your garage door, <laughs> and then because it wasn't correctly installed, <laughs> then you can. Ooh, there we go. Then we get a whole Michael Bryan. There we go. There we go. I like it. We so should go after him anyway. I am but I really like it. so sick of people not doing what they're supposed to do just because they know there aren't any consequences. Right. It's unbelievable. And you can't find anybody to do anything anyway. It's like, you know, I've had four people give me estimates on. A little, a tiny landscaping project. I just don't want to dig a big ditch. Right. I just don't think my my body would be able to do it. <laughs> no. Uh, everybody's supposed to get back to me with a price, with a plan. Not one. And you would think now people would get back to you sooner because it's like, yeah, they you were in the middle of a pandemic and people probably aren't usually spending that much money anyway. No. And now you want to get back. Like there's, we at uh, Union, we have a server that started doing handyman work. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I just respond to people and go over and do it. And they're so happy that. What is his number? <laughs> I can, I I can definitely put man. you in contact. He is a miracle worker. Is he? Yeah. And he just does, he just comes and does things? Yeah. He, he doesn't he, have to come back in five weeks when, you know, no, he's decided no. at, to go to Home Depot that day? At Union, like anything that breaks, we're like, hey, Matt, can you fix this? And he's like, yeah, I'll be here with my tools in 15 minutes. Are there any black guys named Matt? Oh, no, he's a white guy. Old old white Matt guy. Matt Blair. Old there's white one. guy. Yeah, there's a couple of Matt's. I love an old white like guy. Who? Uh, <laughs> Matt. There's a comedian, Matt, and I can't think of his last name. Yes. No, I'll think of it. There's a couple. Black so guy's a, named Matt. Let's Google it. All the honkies I, named yes, Matt. I want, please give me his Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put him in contact If he actually shows up and does things, I get, will we'll, die. We have two guests in the studio. We're going to have a black guy named Matt and a white guy named Rashawn. We're going to bring him in. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> going to be, no, Rashawn just Oh, went, Matt what? Richards. That's what I'm thinking of. Who's Matt Richards? You've probably, you've had him on the show before. He's a comedian that, he used to perform at the House of Comedy all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Matt hey, Richards. Matt you, Kemp. He's black. Oh, yeah. Baseball Matt player. Kemp. He's not bad to look no, at. Oh, here we go. God. Have you, have you guys seen that TikTok video of the guy that's eating ramen? No. Oh, my God. Are you on, are you on so TikTok? damn funny. It's hilarious. Are you on TikTok? He's, he's got videos? this brick of ramen. Yeah. And he's, yes. he's got Cuomo, the news guy. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. I don't uh, know if he's really a news guy, but whatever he is. Um, he's, he's, he's sitting there. He's got the protesters behind him on a screen, Cuomo. And this guy's in front of the screen. And Cuomo's going, tell me where it says where protesters have to be peaceful. Why do they have to be peaceful? Tell me where it says that. So this guy's just chomping on this ramen brick. And then all of a sudden he's got this screen in back of him. And it says, the Google search line is Constitution. In the Constitution, exactly. He's got it highlighted and circled. Mm -hmm. I know. Mr. Cuomo, and he's chomping on the 
Constitution. Right, right here in in the Constitution. <laughs> it's so Chris Cuomo is funny. a moron. The peaceful assembly line. It's very yeah. funny. If you haven't seen it, idiot. you should definitely. It's just the, the way the guy does it. He's just got this deadpan. to be there. It's very Remember him walking up the stairs doing the 100-pound uh, dumbbell curls? Did you see him do that? Cuomo. Oh, no. Chris Cuomo. 100 pounds. He's not doing 100-pound dumbbell curls. No, he's curls. Nobody's not. casually just walking up some stairs. No. Yeah, he's he's arm very curl. taken with himself, I would say. Boy. Well, the world record for the, for the bicep curl is from a guy who has uh, biceps that are about 32 inches. Right. They're like this big around. How many inches? A bicep is 32 inches? No. Uh, no, no I mean, not the average one, but like well, the biggest ones. How can a bicep yeah. get bigger than, than my waist? Oh, yeah. Tries and tries. I'm Especially because you'll get people that will do like the injections yeah. and yeah. all sorts oh. of like nasty steroids. But still, can but, yeah. a bicep oh, get, get that big? Yeah. 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 yeah, if you look bigger like, than my waist. If you look like a... <laughs> yeah. The yeah, Rock. By a lot. The Rock. I mean, Rock he's just giant. He's just, but he's like a yeah, he's, he's like, like a, a giant, giant person. Yeah. Oh, so he's. Yeah. But still, I, but, Rock baby. I yikes! That that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's. That's it must be hard to carry those things around. No, oh, you need your body. Your butt carry your, your body. It's not like you just have like giant arms. Just giant arms on a tiny Every body. Every day is arm day. <laughs> Nothing else. It's all true. No. All true. Wheels not how it works. Oh, wait, that won't work either. No, the you rock. just have a strong overall body to carry around your large arms. That just seems just no. crazy. And like, speaking of The Rock, have you seen, like, do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah. Like his sushi trains or like no. pancake days yeah. where he like has his cheat meals and he, the amount of food that he eats food, is oh, incredible. It's insane. Okay. It's insane. I was off by one inch. His biceps are only 31 inches. Still bigger than my waist. You need to, yeah, see, and that's what? like oh, some that, extra. Make it bigger. Make it bigger. I don't, can you Those make are it implants. Tevin help Those have They're to be not implants. Tevin help those are his biceps. No, no those fake. are those that's, are well, yeah. That's genetically modified. But I was off by one inch. I thought it was thirty-two. Yeah, it's only are, thirty-one. See, and he probably fake. has pencils for legs. Because look at his look at his forearms. <laughs> his forearms are like his forearms right. are like nothing. My forearms. Yeah, I don't think his <laughs> forearms get that get very. That's like the equivalent of like that SpongeBob episode where he has the inflatable arms. Yeah. Speaking of SpongeBob, I love SpongeBob. Thirty-one inches, Jesus! That is just ridiculous. Uh, biceps, triceps, obviously. See, like, look. Oh my God, they're look bigger his... than his head. See, yeah, they're like all muscly. I guess maybe if you, you have every part of your body can have muscle. It's insane. <clears throat> That's true. You could look at some people and I'm it's work like... out my pinkies. See what happens. <laughs> oh, we got to take a break here. <laughs> yes, we'll we be right back, and I'm uh, my biceps will be up to like. 29 and a half by the time oh we God. get back, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll be back with the family. Sure. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. 
We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Beatles, little Beatles action. I want to skip this part. Did you hear that they ripped down all those Abbey Road signs in the riots? Of course they did. What? What do you mean they ripped down the Abbey Road signs in That's... in on an actual Abbey Road? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And I guess god. Paul McCartney had signed one, and it's been oh, up there god. forever. They ripped oh, that down. God. Big Whatever. surprise. Yeah. I don't know what the Beatles have to do with anything. Well, they just wanted to rip. I know yeah. somebody got shot at Wendy's, so let's win, burn Wendy's oh. around. Like the, what? Did yeah. You? How's that Wendy's fault? I don't know. All right, I, I blame Lisa Snyderman. That's all don't I know. Don't do it. She didn't do it. Lisa, anything. how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Thanks. It's nice to be here. Oh, it's nice to have you on. A free uh, two-week virtual summit, Keep Shining, How to Thrive with Chronic Illness and Limited Energy, which Lisa will host from July 10th to July 24th. So we want to hear all about it. Lisa, what's up? Yeah, so thank you. It's great to be able to share about this. So I've been living with a rare chronic illness, a progressive muscle weakness disease, for more than 12 years. And so mostly what I've been realizing is that my story and part of it is going from surviving to thriving and realizing, you know, that during the acute stages of a chronic illness, you're kind of in survival mode. You know, you're focused on your body and just basically having the bandwidth to just deal with that. And then, you know, when you have uh, additional bandwidth, you can do things that help you thrive. But even after 12 years, uh, I'm still challenged with creating and connecting and finding community, especially while being homebound and with limited energy. So I wanted to, you know, find innovative ways to continue to do this, but also to help others who are facing similar challenges. You know, anybody who struggles with chronic illness, limited energy, their loved ones, their caretakers. And my background is in creativity. You know, you had me on your show before, and I got to Mm. talk to you about my book, A Light in the Darkness. And, you know, I could share all kinds of things about what strategies I've, you know, experienced and have for creativity and healing. But I wanted to, you know, broaden that and think about what are all these things that people who are living with illness might want to think about how they can go 
from surviving to thriving. You know, chronic illness doesn't come with a set of instructions. So how can we make shifts in our health and life, you know, to experience the benefits? And so I said, okay, what can I do being home and with limited energy? And how can, you know, how can I uh, use my gifts and from, you know, my experience? And so I ended up working a one-year process where I asked more than 60 experts what has worked you know, for them, uh, and what are their recommendations to help them thrive? So as you were describing, I, I put together a two-week free summit. And the idea behind this is that I've interviewed medical ex- experts and alternative practitioners, spiritual teachers and healers, thought leaders, additional artists like me who also battle illness, online support networks, creative therapists. So I'm thinking about the types of issues and topics like yoga and meditation and functional medicine and our mental health and holistic and alternative medicine and spirituality, right? All the things that we all face, but when we deal with chronic illness, you know, we also have some additional considerations. And so I wanted to think about how these experts could speak to those topics and create a summit around that. That's really interesting to me. I've got a brother who's got a chronic illness and um, a few friends as well. And what they went through that was, I think, the hardest for them was just accepting the fact that this isn't necessarily going to go away, what they had, and that their body has betrayed them, kind of. And it just set in a depression at first until... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, mental health to me is is just as valid and, you know, important to not just brush over. And I think especially, you know, in a condition like mine that is such a physical onset, for mine it's a muscle disease, right? So, so much of our focus is on the physical body. We have rehab, we have therapy, we have drugs and treatments. I was actually doing infusions, receiving infusions five days each month from August through March to, you know, help with the physical body. But where is that mental health aspect, right? I never had a plan. I never had a doctor in Western medicine that said, you know, you need to do these things too. You need to take care of your nutrition. You need to think about, you know, what kind of movement that you do besides physical therapy. You need to think about mindfulness, all these things, right? They're sort of um, brushed over at times. And so uh, I'm thinking, you know, of issues like how to start and keep an exercise program. You know, what do you think about when you're considering changes to nutrition and changing your diet? What are mindfulness and meditation? And, you know, how do you start a practice? How can practices such as gratitude and journaling, you know, help you? How do you create art when you have illness and you have to face that with limited energy? How do you balance work? and self-care and illness when you have low energy, right? So all of these things are topics and things that come up in the talks uh, that I, you know, really found would be useful for people who live with chronic illness. Uh, And it's also really important that anybody who wants to watch and participate can have access. So unlike some models where you have two days or three days to watch as many videos as you can and then you have to start paying, Mm -hmm. that's not my model. I, you know, I, I know that there's, we all face so much uh, that I don't want to add an extra burden of, you know, monetary cost for somebody to participate. So that was important to me. 
No, I can see that. Lisa, do most people with chronic illnesses, uh, by most people, I can do more than half, we'll go with that, uh, the people who have chronic illness, do they get family support that they need, or is that pretty rare, too? I'm not an expert <clears throat> on, you know, that area. I can't really speak to what, you know, five out of ten people get family support. Mm-hmm. But I can say the importance of that family support right. and of having a network. And, you know, for me, for example, if somebody was newly diagnosed, I would say one of the first things I would tell them is find a trusted uh, disease-related agency or organization and then a focused support group and network. So, for example, I suffer from dermatomyositis, a muscle disease. I would look to a national you know, organization mm-hmm. called the Myositis Association to get my data and information about disease and treatments, right? And then I'd look to the support group. For me, it might be Facebook online. Um, you know, the other thing is is don't going it alone, talking to and having, uh, you know, somebody that you can share thoughts and feelings with, whether it's your therapist or somebody who's close to you, as you're mentioning, your spouse, your family. It, it, it all depends, right? If people are going it alone, then uh, I would say it's, it behooves them to reach out in ways that they can find support if they don't have it in their family. No, I tell you, the reason I ask that question is um you know, I was born in 1951, so back in, in my day, if you had any uh, upset or illness or whatever, basically it was, yeah, suck it up. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what you heard back then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm putting out this summit on Chronic Illness Awareness Day. So July 10th, the reason I'm choosing that day is it's, it's you know, an org- it's a, a thing that says 7 out of 10 people live mm-hmm. with chronic illness. Right. So if 7 out of 10 of us, are living with chronic disease in the United States, most of us are not talking about it. You know, now sometimes that's okay because if we're managing something well, we don't need to talk about it. We might take thyroid medicine, you know, and not have to really have that impact and have a physical transformation of our whole, you know, and mental transformation versus something, you know, where it's it's a chronic illness that, um, you know, and we have an invisible illness. So many of us have invisible illnesses, anything from, you know, diabetes or MS or muscle diseases, or, right? I can just name a rattle off a bunch of them. And nobody would know because so many of us look okay on the outside. Now, for those of us who work, too, it's harder because you're at work and people don't understand why you might have to go slower or, you know, have special accommodations, and people think sometimes you're faking it. You know, even doctors, sometimes it's hard to get that, uh, you know, appreciation or nurturing that you might need from a doctor if they don't believe you. That is amazing. Lisa Snydermans, S-N-I-D-E-R-M-A-N, uh, free two-week virtual summit, Keep Shining, How to Thrive with Chronic Illness and Limited Energy. Uh, she will host it from July 10th. Get it? 7 out of 10. Get it? Nice. July 10th to the 24th, 2020. Lisa, thank you very much. And thanks for helping people out, because there are a lot of people out there who don't know what to do or where to go. So I'm sure this will really, really help them. Thank you. And I'll say for people who want to participate, they need to go to howtothrivewithchronicillness.haysummit.com and just look up How to Thrive with Chronic Illness, and they can uh, register for the free summit. Thanks so much for having me on. And how do they spell Hay Summit? H-E-Y-S-U-M-M-I-T. Okay. So it's Hey Summit, like, hey, Summit, 
Okay. A summit. And there are dashes between each of those, how to thrive with chronic illness. But since I can't, you know, send you a link, I'll just tell you that. <laughs> you can do that. Lisa, thanks for your time today. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Lisa Snyderman, ladies and gentlemen, that's see that I think is very. Don't you think most people that have chronic illness don't get any any help or coverage well, at all? Well, the prob- problem is, from what I've seen, is that a lot of times when they when people are first diagnosed, and there's like I said, there's like this depression, and there's all of this. Oh my, what does this mean for my future? Uh, medication, doctors, all this whole new life happens, and everybody kind of is like all on board, and then because it's chronic. It keeps going on and on and on, and people are like, okay. You right. know, yeah. aren't you done with this yet? Right. When are you going to get better? And maybe they never will. You know, maybe it's going to be progressively worse, or maybe it's going to stay the same for a long time. You don't, and you right. don't know. That's yeah. the other problem with a lot of stuff like that. So having support, I mean, even the most, you know, supportive spouse or whatever, uh, maybe after a while it's going to just get weary so you can't just rely on one person yeah and i think too like if you don't have a chronic illness and somebody like describes it to you and if they look normal and they're still able to you know like work and it seems like oh you're able to it's just a minor inconvenience you don't really see how severe it is right you're right yeah i have some friends with chronic lyme disease and they're like some days i feel perfectly fine some days it's difficult for me to move my hand yeah. It varies so much, I feel like, with chronic illness. It does. We shall take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. I'm looking at a sign right now. Protesters hold up signs at the All Black Lives Matter march organized by black LGBTQ leaders on Sunday, June 14th. And it says, by the way, Black Lives Matter, but by is spelled B I, get it? On my Instagram, I've seen a lot of, there were two trans black women that were murdered last week. And I don't know, there's, I don't know how, I don't know by whom, but they're like, all these people have been posting these two pictures of these two trans black women. And so that's. And they were found dead? Yeah. One was in Tennessee. Here. Well, there are two black men this. that were found Figure hanging in trees. <laughs> right. The, oh, my God. They said it were suicides. Yeah, suicides. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it's a little suspicious. 
Because and because it was right outside like the Capitol or something or like a government building. People off, Tevin. What's the deal? <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, it's there's, my fault. And then there's like a lot of like misinformation that goes up. Like there's a yeah. account on Instagram that like usually posts great stuff, like keeps people up to date. And then they post about the shooting that happened in St. Cloud, and they were like, "Oh, a 15 year old." boy was killed by the police and then it turned out that it was actually an 18 year old kid that shot a police officer in the hand yeah, and yeah. yeah. like and the kid yeah and he and was just riots, fine and people yeah like people will like see that and now go out and <sighs> yep. protest and burn something down when he so, rioted did they yeah they, well, they did i think they I at think, least cro- they, in saint cloud yeah there was some there were some problems yes yeah well, and they, I mean, he not, shot them. It wasn't them. like a gigantic riot, but there was, yeah. <clears throat> so he yeah. shot them, and yet the cops are the bad guys. Right. Yes. There was some sort of, he was resisting arrest, and he had, a, like, a revolver or something and shot the police officer in the hand. Yeah, he had a gun on him, I know yeah. that. Yeah, and the kid wasn't shot at all. No. I don't know what to tell you. Can but, we just someday just treat each other all the same? Know, Everybody but, gets but treated also, the same. Also, like I said, with this misinformation, God. I mean, somebody could get killed. People mm-hmm. have been killed. The protests oh, and yeah. the riots, I don't know how many people have been killed. Oh, a yeah. lot. Dozens. Yeah. yeah. It's like not okay to sit there and say that the cop shot somebody when they didn't shoot anybody. Yeah. And just like, get your facts straight for a minute. And, and people like are just completely starting to get out of control. Like we at Union, we're like opened up and we're going by all the social distancing stuff. And so for uh, late night, we had a line of people waiting to get in. And we're kind of one out, one in. And uh, at the end of the night, there was like, some people arguing in the street and so we security kind of got everybody away and one lady didn't like that she had to leave the premises and she's like we're going to come back here and burn this whole thing down and it's like why are we down. like that's like we, the threat now that you're going to use like mm-hmm. this is people take this seriously and you're just throwing this out there as like some empty threat that's horrible yeah people are starting to get ridiculous and lose their minds wouldn't it be nice if you could just punch her in the face <laughs> well he did actually he told me that he did off the air yeah, shut up yeah. boom, boom. Yeah. okay so one was in Ohio and one was in Pennsylvania one was murdered well she was someone was robbing a house that she was a home health aide in and they mm. shot and killed her. Jeez. So it wasn't, then, it, so that doesn't sound like it was a targeted Yeah, it, was a yeah, it didn't sound like it was a specific. Okay. But people are very upset about it because of Trump's, he just reversed protections for transgender people <clears throat> in like health, in the healthcare mm. system, yeah. No, I thought the Supreme Court overruled it. Hmm. No one actually knows what they're talking about. Well, he, was, he was trying well, to. Yeah. I don't. No, it's a Supreme mm, Court story. Let see. me find it. Well, Trump did something. Talk Trump did right. something. He's always up to He's something. The and then the other, and then the other one, her body was found on oh, June God. 9th. Oh no, June 8th was found dead in Philadelphia, and the, on the investigation is still ongoing. Well, there was a veteran reported missing, and they found him in the stairwell at a um, hospital. <laughs> He's been dead. He's just dead in the stairwell. <laughs> it's reported what? missing. Yeah, I'm like, what? lots of crazy things are yeah. happening right now. Like, crazy. What, what hospital, like, doesn't notice a dead yeah. person in your stairwell? Well, like, I guess it's well you guys had well. one job? Yeah, the guy was there for, like, yeah. 28 days, too, wasn't he? Jeez. Yeah, a long time. Like, okay. For almost a month, he was in the stairwell, and nobody found him. think somebody might notice him. an odor? Right. Man, what Something? is that funky smell? <laughs> They strictly use elevators at that yeah, hospital. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess no one uses this little staircase. Yeah, it's true. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh, I hate this whole 
you have to subscribe to read uh, the I times. Know. I know. What did you did you find anything, Andy? Uh, yes. Basically, when it comes to health insurance, LGBTQ status is no longer a protected class. Yeah. Is no longer. Is that what As the Supreme Court no, said? Trump. Trump no, was no. Trump's administration. Here, okay. You have to find the Supreme Unless, Court because yeah. I'm pretty sure the Supreme Court overruled him. Yeah, here we go. Supreme Court delivers big victory for gay rights. Well, gay rights, that's not the same thing as trans rights. Well, they'd be part of gay rights. Right. It's the same still part yeah, of the it's LGBT all the same community. movement, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what I read was specifically about trans people. That's because that's all uh, you hear so about, but that's not what I, it's and actually once again, about. You have to be careful because... How many bad articles are out there? Yeah. Oh, the oh, articles yes. all lies. They all right. lie like there's no Trying to get this is, just okay. the first information out as yep. possible. Condemned and, yeah. the Trump administration on Saturday for rolling back protections for transgender patients and for doing so amid a global pandemic. The new rule, long sought by conservatives and the religious right, narrows the legal definition of sex discrimination in the Affordable Care Act so that it omits protection for transgender people. It also opens the door for health care providers to refuse to treat patients who have had abortions. Well, how many what? doctors are going to do I kinda that? Doubt that and that all sounds so goofy. According to NPR, in 2016, uh, they expanded the definition of sex to include gender identity. Yeah. That's it. And then Trump, and now Trump undid is saying that. That's no. all it is. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So basically your gender identity isn't a protected class. So does that include trans people or is it just people that are just saying I'm... That's the thing. No, is, that's trans, that is trans people. Well, no one makes that distinction is the thing. If you say you're something, <clears throat> then they have to treat you as something. So... Well, no, because people are are identifying as animals and all. The, well, as, but well, that, the, yeah, I think that's. Part, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm just asking the no, question. For the most part, the vast majority <laughs> yeah. are trans people. I mean, if this, I went to a doctor, this okay. mostly trans if I went to a doctor and I put myself as female, they would have to treat me as if I was female, regardless of anything, how I looked, acted, etc. Okay. That's why. But what? These rules are kind of overreaching in a lot of cases. I'm not really understanding the protection part. <clears throat> What, what That's the other thing like, is, yeah, the protected being, class thing. What's being unprotected in the medical community? Yeah. Well, if you're, that's that's what the Obama <laughs> like, rule it, did. It's right. like, say, I went to a doctor. I put myself as female, even though I'm bi biologically male. The doctor would have to rule out things like, you know. Uh, Testicular cancer? Well, no, they'd have to rule out things like um, ovarian cancer, even though I don't have ovaries, but I'm technically a female, according to the rule, because I can't be, my gender identity but, can't be discriminated. But if you don't have ovaries, how do you and test like that should just be That Doesn't should just matter. be a law to begin with. Like, whatever you identify as, if you go to the hospital for whatever reason, what, just fix whatever is wrong yeah. like, with you. Right? Like, you oh, like you, yeah. Yeah, like there's, the parts yeah, that you nothing. have are the parts that we yeah. treat. It has right. nothing That's, to do you, with your gender you, identity. No. It's right. just if you like, tell me that like your stomach hurts, it doesn't matter if you're man, woman, transgender, no. like, okay, let's treat yeah, like What organs do illness. you have? Right. What's, well, that's yeah. what's that's discrimination, though. Discriminating against you know what organs you supposedly have. That doesn't sound like discrimination. That just sounds like... I mean, it literally is, but it's also a good kind of discrimination because you have to discriminate what could actually be wrong with the patient. Well, but I'm, I would be interested to speak to a transgender person about this because I'm wondering what... Don't. Like when it's applied. Yeah, like... Yeah. What, get a hold of Lauren. Because yeah. they're like... Yeah, talk to her because 
it says that they're yeah worried that, that it's going to discriminate and prevent them life saving care but like how i want to always say that though no, but it's not going to the supreme court this came out an hour ago right. The Supreme Court on Monday delivered a major victory to supporters of gay rights, reports AP. In a 6-3 ruling, the justices decided that Title VII, a key provision of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, protects LGBTQ workers from being fired because of their sexual orientation coverage. Well, that's different than what we're uh, talking about. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it, but it protects them with all this stuff. Yeah. I, I just, I don't I understand. Think, I think in general it should be just like... What do you what do you need to make you happy? Okay, does that hurt somebody else directly? Like, exactly. Okay, if it doesn't affect anybody else in a negative way, then yeah, as long as you're being safe and yeah, anything else, do what you want to do. I'm just hoping to not be injured by a falling Columbus statue. That's all I'm asking. That's one fall right over and hit me in the back of the head. I don't need it. I'm one of those people. I got to be honest with you. Who gives a rat's ass about statues? Just, what do you? Why are there statues of anybody? Especially Ken Herbeck. What a waste of metal! That. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you if you told me there was a certain statue up in Minneapolis, I'd probably take me two weeks to find it. I couldn't tell you the I last know. time I saw a statue. Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> there you go. I knew it. We got to take a break. We'll be back with hour two.